Yo, 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 good evening, Judy's. It's your host here, Aquarius Kelly. I want to thank you guys for tuning in this evening while we discuss our friends with benefits. Um, I have a special guest here with me. He has his own YouTube show called Pages of His Life, which is Siavon. How you say hi to the people? <laughs> what up, though? What's going on, y'all? What's happening? Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. I want to thank you for coming on. I know you have been, you know, on a little vacation these past, you know, couple days to kind of get away and out of the city. You know, you went down hanging out with some family and friends and things. Yes, celebrating an anniversary. Uh, my best friend and his husband, they definitely just celebrated their one year anniversary. I was in the big A, ATL, the only city that is open, you know, how I go, but I definitely kept it safe, had my mask on, and wasn't trying to catch that COVID out here. <laughs> exactly. We already know about the COVID, you know, because it's been crowded <laughs> clubs and things and people partying and stuff like that, right? Right. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into it, guys. This is the episode where we're talking about friends with benefits. Now, CVR, have you ever been in a friends with benefits situation? I have. I've had a number of friends with benefit situations. It's been a struggle. I don't even know how the girls do it, but it's been a struggle. So since it's a struggle, do you think that friends with benefits can be a lot easier for most? Or do you think like a committed relationship with one-on-one person is a whole lot better? That's a a good question because honestly where I stand that in my life, it depends on where you stand that in life. Um, I think in my 20s, friends with benefits were more appropriate whereas now in my 30s, I'm like uh, I can do friends with benefits but it has to be clear boundaries it has to be clear cut communication and it has to be an understanding that there is a friendship but there's a sexual friendship in that. Exactly. That is totally understandable. So, you know, especially in the climate that we live in, with it being the year 2020, because 2020 has very been hard for a lot of people. So I'm pretty sure this has been the year where France with benefits probably escalated a lot this year. And the only reason why I'm saying that, because, you know, being locked in a house and you ain't got nobody to lay around and fun to wit and shop and cuddle and watch the movies and drink wine. So I'm pretty sure. I wonder how did you get through this pandemic with your friends and benefits? relationship and ended up in a friends with benefits type situation during that COVID so it's kind of interesting <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I got a question because I also had a friends with benefits in the relationship but I don't even know if I really want to dig into that right now that's very interesting because I know most people like they'll get in relationships and they might agree to want to have maybe another party or a party of two just like for a fun situation but that's kind of intriguing how do you insert a friends with benefits with the situation that you've already created i think that that definitely calls for communication um and within you and your partner um, a lot of transparency on feelings and emotions within the situation and um, a clear understanding of boundaries for the situation. 
That all sounds right. So when we speaking of boundaries, so when you say boundaries, like what will be a list of your boundaries for like a friends with benefits situation? Like, is it like, you know, no like one-on-ones or like, you know, no kissing involved or... See, this is and this is the thing with me. I'm and I and I hope to see where you come in at on how you look at it because for me, when I look at boundaries, if I'm in a relationship, my boundaries if my partner's like, oh, I want this situation where I got a friends with benefits on a situation, but that's all it is is just a friends with benefits. So my my boundaries for when I'm in the relationship and I'm looking for and my partner's asking for the friends with benefits. I have to start off with I need to know when they're doing it I need to and if it's possible I want it to be recorded so I can see it um there's got there's there can't be too much attention given to that person um and that person has to respect our relationship so whenever we're in group settings like they respect that we're together in a group setting but if we're all together chilling and you know what I'm saying? If it's us three and then you want to show some, you know, this, that, the third, that's cool. But when we're in public setting and people, you know, I, I need respect in my relationship and in my space. Um, and then please, and my other boundary is don't leave me out on it. I think that's my biggest thing. Don't leave me out. Whether it's um, telling me about it, putting me, involving me in it, or just letting me watch. You know what I'm saying? Just don't leave me out. But that's more so on my partner than it is with the friends with benefits. Um, in that situation. Well, see, no, that's understandable because I guess for me, like, I've been in friends with benefits situation before, but um, my number one rule has always been, remember, I am the fun, not the issue. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I am love that one. I, love that one. I am the fun and not the issue. And the reason being is because, like, nowadays, even though back then, people put so much pressure on relationships. It's like... Mm-hmm nowadays is not relationships are not really fully thought out which is this a sad situation because usually people will give you this long laundry list of relationships that they want but it'd be like things that they can't even meet the requirements themselves or like somebody has to come in and fill a void for them which is crazy to me so like when you think of friends with benefits like people think that's just being able to have somebody that you can link with, relate to, go on a few dates here and there, and it's not really that serious. It's just like, well, if you're gonna do all of that, then you guys might as well just become an item and be together. But it's like, why but do if, that? What, but what if, right, but what if, we're, what if we're compatible enough to just be that companionship for just that? And it's not a full-on relationship? Because there are people where that you can have the connection of, I can enjoy their company and I can also enjoy them sexually in a relationship, but I don't have to be in a full-fledged relationship with them. We have a great friendship. We can laugh, can key. And like you said, those dates, maybe those dates are not just our dates. They're actually just times friends are getting together and having a drink and key key. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think a lot of people put too much on what a friend's what benefits is or try to understand what it is for most people because most people can't get grasps to understand it and it's not meant for you to grasp. Maybe it just, you know. Maybe it's not your cup of tea. 
Thank you. 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 Thank Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, well, what is your boundaries just on a level of just a friends with benefits? Like, when you meet somebody and they're like, ooh, this was some bomb sex, how, and I've enjoyed your vibes and kicking it before the sex, like, how could we go further with making sure that it just stays friends, friendship with the little benefit? Um, I say, for me, um, my boundary is don't create a storyline. And... Mm. I'm, I say that because I've met dudes that are just very amazing, right? They're just amazing people inside and out. However, they think and process may not be that amazing. And the reason, <laughs> <laughs> and no, and it's not, it's not to be funny because it's like, it's a serious thing. Like if somebody likes you that much and likes certain things about you and in their brain, they will start checking off this list in their head. And if you you know, equal all of those boxes and they check all of those boxes off. It's just like, I can do this. I can, you know, me and him can really be a thing and it's then a third and they will actually create that it's a full-fledged relationship for them. So all it takes is one situation, like you could be in a room full of people and flirt with somebody because y'all hanging or something to that caliber and they'll come walk up on you like, so what is this? Who is that? What is this supposed to be? And I'm sitting here looking like, why are you doing this? Like, we just, like, we chilling. We hanging. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't mess up the vibe. And, and it just, it just, it blows my mind to think that people create in their head. Like, I, sometimes I used to think, like, fairy tales was made for the books. But because of, you know, being younger, growing up and reading those fairy tales, it allowed people to be able to create an imaginary world. And it's like, that's not fair. That's not fair to the other party. Not at all. I've been in that. And, and the funny thing is, I've been in that type of situation in Atlanta. We, me and this guy, we said we were going to be friends with benefits. And that's what it was, just friends with benefits. I couldn't see myself in a full-fledged relationship, but I enjoyed the sex and the friendship. So I said, yeah, I can be around you and we can fuck. But I noticed how toxic it got for him because he became latched on to me. And because I was still doing me, I had my own little spot. I'm bouncing around. He started sneaking up at my crib, you know, showing up at my door. And at the times I'm actually doing something, like in the middle of, you know, a session. And this nigga's at my door and he hit me. And I'm, cause I'm in total shock. You got my door. Then you slap me in my face. Friend, when I tell you friends with benefits has been a struggle, <laughs> that is. But that's, yeah. but see, that's the thing. Friends with benefits really should not be a struggle. Like the title is what it is. Friends with benefits. But the thing that also intrigues me is like people are in a friends with benefits situation and they're not benefiting anything. Mm, mm, mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I've allowed myself. That's a word. That's a word. Say it again. So, people that are in friends with benefit situations Mm -hmm. are not even benefiting from it. It's like it's it's like how can you be friends with blank? Where? Right. (laughs) Where's the bit? Like it's literally a benefit. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that in a way of like it's about what you can get out of the person. I mean, I've been in friend I've been I've been in friends with benefit situation where you know it's always been a financial transaction. Like, you know, if I'm going through something financially, you got my back, they help, that's cool. Um, it's always been a you know, um, hey, you going through a rough time, you had a family situation, I'll be there for you, I'll lend a shoulder and you know that's cool. Like it can, it's just been a number of things in a good way that can really happen with friends with benefits. But also I said that to say those type of situations as I was saying earlier on, like that's what helped creates a whole different type of facade in people's head of like, this really could go somewhere. Like, it's like, I love things about him. He's real. He's never lied to me. He lets me know who he's sleeping with besides just me. But after a while, that me telling you I'm only sleeping with you and a couple other people, now you're going to look at me like, so, um, you need to be just sleeping with me. Me, right. (laughs) It becomes a lockdown. And that's my biggest thing, especially when I have sex with guys and I'm on top, they instantly become in love they they're like oh i'm there for you i want i want us to be together or i can see myself like just recently in the lab i had a guy say to me oh i i you should date me like if you was here i would date you and i was like whoa like you cool people sex is good but i don't know about all that like relax the vibes is cool let's just enjoy you know what i'm saying and it's just like how can i you know first get to know you as a friend before you just jumping in a relationship with you like I'm, I'm at a place where I need to know you as a friend first I need to know how you operate how does y'all your communication work because listen everybody's communication ain't the same especially when it comes to trying to figure out the communication of the friends with benefits like you gotta really know what you're how to discuss feelings and what you're feeling and the amount of time that you're spending with people you know what I'm saying that definitely came you know, interrupt some things. I mean, yeah, of course, that can interrupt a lot of things. <laughs> but it's just, you know, I, I like I said, people have different, you know, opinions, interpretations about friends with benefits. But it's just, it's always been one of those things where I feel like when you mention, or like I said, when you say and put the title of friends with benefits on it, it's always a great area with certain people. And it's just like, it, sh- it really shouldn't be great. It Like, when you get into that situation, it should be already clear-cut, and you should be all ready to see it. However, please do not leave. We're going to have more to talk about with the Friends with Benefits, and please stay tuned, and we'll see you guys back in a couple of minutes. See ya. Hey, good evening, my Judies. Thank you for returning back to us. I'm still here with my special guest, Siobhan, from YouTube of Pages of His Life. And we're here to continue the conversation about friends and benefits. And friends with benefits. Hey, friends with benefits. Hey, friends. We're not going to do the people like that. We're not going to do the people like that. So, um, the last conversation we had, we were definitely talking about, you know, just boundaries within friends with benefits and the things of that nature with in your relationship as far as when you insert someone into that making 
of friends with benefits inside of a relationship, which is, I think that's the craziest thing to do. That's just my opinion, because I ain't never done no stuff like that. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I feel judgment. Oh, no, 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 honey. There is no judgment here. Look, let me tell you, this is definitely a judgment-free zone. Like, I don't want to judge nobody because I don't want nobody judging me, even though they judge Jesus Christ. But that's just my little spill on that one. (laughs) (laughs) So, back to the friends with benefits topic. So, let's see. You've been in relationships. You've been out of one. You had about a couple friends with benefits. So, like, now that you've been had and been through most of these experiences this year, so, like, what do you think? Do you think you're going to continue on the train of friends with benefits? Or you might get off at the next stop and put it on pause? Um, I don't even know how to navigate through that. I think I, think I am going to stick on this train of the friends with benefits. Because I feel like my next relationship, I said to myself that I will create a friendship before I even jump into a relationship. So I'm quite sure the the benefit part is going to have to play a part in that. Um, I think I will keep myself to a limit of how many friends with benefits I have. Um, Because at times it can get messy and it can get draining. For me, I'm very... I have a layer of emotions that I lay out when I'm giving people time and attention and I feel like different energies and different vibes and when you have so many vibes and energies and bodies that you're connected to I feel like it drains you a lot and for me that definitely happens because um, yeah I get it in but, uh, <laughs> not, not you get it in <laughs> well, what about you <laughs> but no like um, <laughs> friends with benefits can definitely be draining sometimes that's why I said I feel like People misinterpret what that is because honestly, friends with benefits should not be like that. Like it should not be where I'm in a situation with someone and we know what it is. And it's like, every time I look up, you probably give me a headache every couple weeks, every two weeks. And I'm looking like, why do I have a headache with you? This is a friends with benefits situation. <laughs> like we not boyfriends. Why am I stressing? Like why am I, like, why am I taking your stress on? Okay. <laughs> because that is- that because it shouldn't it shouldn't happen. It definitely shouldn't happen. And the reason being because, you know, in the beginning, that's why I say, you know, ground rules are always set. Like I feel like once you set the ground rules, it should never be crossed. It should never be a thought. It should like it just it should never really happen. Um, but you have people that like like I said, they people are so crazy, they will test every theory. They'll be looking like, I know this the friends with benefits and he's telling me not to do this, but I'm gonna do this anyway. And it's just like, but why? Right. Like, why would you want to do that? Like, I think when you just out of the ordinary doing things just to do it, I think it's like you're just trying to create something at this point. I think you're starting to create of like, let me see how much he cares about me. It's friends with benefits. I care about you, but not that much. <laughs> I think a lot of people forget to learn to know where their place is with a person and their friends and, their, and where that person places them in their lives. Um, I feel like, cause I've had, I've had situations for me where I've had to check myself and say, no, I'm just a friend. So I got, I can't, I can't put all that emotion into it because I'm just a friend and I have to understand that position that I took on. I took on that position. So I need to accept that position. 
And I think a lot of people don't take that responsibility or that accountability of saying, you know what, I'm doing too much. They have to have somebody tell them, no, you're doing way too much. I thought we understood that this was this. Now you're you're moving and shifting in a different way that we haven't even discussed. So I feel like a lot of people have that, um, which goes back to what I said, communication. It's that communication part of making sure the minds of friendship and where everybody's head is mentally and emotionally. So why do you think like communication is always misunderstood? Like why do you think that there is an underlying of like lack thereof for them not wanting to communicate? Do you think it's because it's like if I communicate something, would this make it a bigger situation than what it is? Or is it like even if I'm just being honest, communicating this, would this cause an argument? Because depending on the communication of it and what questions or things you have to bring up or talk about, that can trigger certain things with certain people. So how do you feel about that? So first thing I say is having the tools of knowing how to communicate. That's how I have to say that's key. I've learned that not everybody has the tools to communicate the emotions and how they feel about a situation. Um, I feel like that the transparency in the communication and not sugarcoating or not trying to perceive or make a perception of what the person is feeling instead of just expressing how they feel and really showing that, hey, this is me transparently speaking to you. Because I think that's where a lot of people get kind of caught up and not know how to be transparent versus just saying, okay, I'm going to say this, or I'm only going to give a little bit of this, but this is how I really feel inside. Right. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So. No, that definitely, that makes sense. Because that's why I just, like I said, when I come to realize, like, people can't, like, it's just crazy that you can communicate with not really communicating. And it's just like, I'd be like, like, how does that happen? So, like, prime example, if being on, like, the apps, like, you know, Jacked or Grinder and all of those things, right? So, like, people right. can definitely effectively communicate in a healthy way when they tell you, I want some, just my address and bring it to me. They don't ask you your name. They don't ask your blood no, type. <laughs> they don't ask you no nothing. They're like, your picture is hot. You can you come bring me that penis over here? And you just like, I, I don't even, I don't see a picture. I don't know you. And you ask for a photo and then it's an ass shot. I'm like, so don't that ass come with the face? <laughs> <laughs> Should I not know who you are? Like, I mean... Yeah, it, it, Jack and Grinder has taken things. I think it's just not even Jack and Grinder. I think that people have gotten to a place with sex and, and in its own way of like maneuvering and in a way that they maneuver. And it's like 2020, who has a blank profile nowadays? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, how am I supposed to want to be attracted to something or want to give myself to something that is so thirsty for me but I don't even know what it is I feel like if you got a blank profile you got a blank personality that's how I feel (laughs) I think that was a calling calling did y'all get the calling I think it was okay that's how I feel (laughs) if you got a blank profile and we are in 2020 on Jack and Grinder. You have a blank personality. That's all I'm just saying. 
I mean, because to me, like, the whole I'm DL and I'm this, that child, them letters is played out. Honestly. Those went down in the 90s. Child, those went back in down 1982. <laughs> you know what? I'm dying. I'm just saying, like, it's nothing to disrespect anybody you know if that's your lane your title or whatever because i come to find out which is crazy out ironic you do run into dl men that do want friends with benefits situation but they come like you would get them and they start acting worse than the gays like they would really build a whole relationship around indents which is crazy and nobody never talks about it i'm like why y'all don't talk about these dl men Swooling, like swindling down and getting y'all, right? And talking you into like, you know, oh, I ain't like that. My family, nobody don't know about me. And we can, like, this thing just be like this. And they will get so comfortable before you knew it. And he done moved half of his clothes in your house. He done put the toothbrush in there. He be leaving his Jordans at the door. And it's like, you only supposed to see him like maybe once or twice a week. And then he go home and then come back. So why is that happening? Right. And that they don't want you to mess with nobody else. That part, and if they find out you messing with Peanut and them, they're going to try to break your face. <laughs> they're either going to break your face or then they're going to walk away from you, depending on how, depending on which which lane that they roll. Nine times out of ten, they're going to beat you in your face because they ain't going to walk away from the ass and they don't want that secret to get out. But the one that may walk away, he's going to walk away because he know you're going to either chase after him because you know that that's some good good and you've been fucking with him for years and all that BS, but... I mean, I ain't had that type of lifestyle, so I don't know that many shit. Look, I ain't had that type of lifestyle either. I just feel like when, like I said, when those things happen, to me, I look at the bottoms turning into their baby mamas. Because some of them deals be like having baby mamas. And it's like, dang, he treating you like he treats her. And you don't even have the kids. You just catch them. <laughs> like, you just catch the kids. You ain't even got no kids by this man. <laughs> I mean, you swallow it. Okay. Look, you either using it. You look, you either using it for deep conditioner or you got you using it for hot oil treatment. You figure it out. <laughs> Next subject. Next yeah. subject. I cannot. I cannot. Okay, okay, Mr. Siobhan. Um <laughs> I got this game. I got this game, right? You ready for this? <laughs> Yes. So I got this game for you. Now, child, don't try to beat me up, you know, because, you know, girls out here, you know, when you create a game, they're like, uh-uh, what's, what's, what's that? Why I'm doing this? I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, I, love, I love games. Uh, I like me a new game. You know, so this is a game literally I created, so don't nobody take my game. You know, people going to hear this, and then they're going to try to take my game. It's fine. You know, I'm going to just copyright it and just send my invoices to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Okay. Okay. Right now. So I had this game. It's called Tea and Hot Chocolate. I know, right? Tea and Hot Chocolate. So the tea is so when I ask you a question or like give you a description of certain things or whatever, if it's true, then you would say tea, right? Like okay. that's like that's okay. the tea, that's the business. Right. That's the tea. That's, That's the, the tea. tea. Okay. So, like, if it ain't true, you know, so hot chocolate is like the watered down version. It's like, you, I got kind of some of the idea, but it's not all the way factual. So, I'm, I'm not going to agree with that. So, it's hot chocolate. <laughs> I, I mean, she a little fool. That means she's a mess. 
she's a whole fool, a whole mess. That's what that is. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> So, <laughs> so well, let's get it. Let's I'm get good. it. Let's go. So, uh, the first question is: Do you think women like being in friends with benefit situations more than men? Hmm. Um. The funny thing is, I would say, I would say it's T. Because I did a little research, I was looking online, you know, seeing what you know what the scholars are saying or articles, because you know that you know how they do, they be trying to figure out what the tea is in the street. And I feel like that is tea because I feel like women they do like the friends with benefits because at some time, at some point, or depending on wherever they're in their lives, their friends with benefits usually happens after a breakup. And they don't really like deal with it for too long. So they're like, oh, I could do it. Whereas guys who do friends with benefits, they find that person that they really like, oh, wait, she became my friends with benefits and she can be my girl now because she know the real me. Like, I feel like females is like, oh, I don't have to do too much. He can, you know, do him. I don't have to be his main chick. I can still do me. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's T for me. What about you? I I think it's T too, you know. Because men just out here, they do what they want to do. They be running amok. So, you know, women is starting to, like, take over. Just like, well, if men can do it, I can do it, too. Like, it ain't about them. It's about me. <laughs> so, next question. Is it tea or is it hot chocolate? <laughs> Are heterosexual friendship with benefits, do they last longer more than gay friendships with benefits? Um... Uh... Um, I'm gonna have to say, um, well, that's hard. I don't know. Um, I would say, for me, I would have to say, I'd have to say hot chocolate. Okay. Reason being is because I do feel like in the gay world that the friends with benefits, there are a lot of long lasting friends with benefits than there are relationships. Whereas in the heterosexual world, they don't have a lot of friends with benefits, but they have a lot more relationships, if that makes sense. No, that makes Long sense. Last yeah. So, okay, guys, what we're going to do is take a quick break because we're definitely going to finish this hot bubbly game. Um, so we're definitely going to continue this interview with Mr. Sebion. And, you know, just stay tuned and we'll get right back at you in a couple of minutes. All right. What's up? What's up? Hey, my Judies. Thank y'all for tuning back in with us to continue the podcast of talking about friends with benefits. With benefits. Hey, with what? Friends <laughs> with benefits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are right back on this Gigiana with Siavion. <laughs> I just love him. I, look, y'all, I'm so cackled by his name. He just gets so bad at me because I'm putting like my own French accent on it. And so I'm when y'all look me up, no, I, I'm going to just go ahead and tell y'all now. When y'all look me up, it is Siavon. Most people be like, Sebon. Is it pronounced like seven? No, it's not. It's 
It's Siobhan, y'all. It's Siobhan. I'm sorry. He should have hyphenated that E or something. But um, <laughs> we are back here with the Gigiana. And where we left off, we was playing tea and hot chocolate. Okay. With tea and hot chocolate. Mm. Tea and hot chocolate. And hot chocolate. Mm. Tea. <laughs> Is you doing a body roll, child? I'm not doing I'm not messing with you. I'm not messing with you. You doing a body roll. Um, so we are on question three. Mm, y'all ready for this? Mm, y'all ready for this? Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear it. Question three, tea or hot chocolate? Do you cuddle after having sex with your friends with benefits? That's hot chocolate. Uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't even think about it. No, that's hot chocolate. Ain't no thinking about that. That child, that was quick. No, you know why? Because I've been in the friends with benefits and when I cuddle, they get, and, and it's for me. Maybe it's for me. Because everybody else can probably do it. But for me, they, people get emotionally attached. The cuddling, it becomes more intimate. And it is, I, I can't do it. I can't do it with every. I can't do it with everybody. So I say that hot chocolate for me. What about you? Oh, child, that would definitely be hot chocolate for me. You cuddle me, I'm kicking you out the door. <laughs> you like, matter of fact, no. When I, like, when I see that you're not putting anyone back on your clothes. And you like, so you about to lay up to the world? Where? What we doing? What we, oh, no. Not tonight. Not tonight. Well, I got a question, though. Is there one that you would cuddle with? Honestly, and this is like, no shade, no tea, no sugar, honey, iced tea. Um, I actually do have one that, like, that's a friends with benefits. And, you know, if he asks me, we'll sit up and cuddle and watch movies. Struggling. Okay. okay. See, and that, see, that I don't have a problem with because that probably there's an understanding that it's just a cuddle session with a friend with benefits versus it's a cuddle session that could possibly lead into something else, fantasy world. You right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, that's good that you asked that because we about to segue into this last and final question for tea and hot chocolate. And hot chocolate. Tea and hot chocolate. And hot chocolate. <laughs> I like how you just come in so delayed, like hot chocolate. Tea and hot, <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> so, because <laughs> we was talking about, you know, do you cuddle with things after having sex? Which just goes into this next question. So, do you spend the night with your friends with benefits? Is that tea a hot chocolate? Tea a hot chocolate? Hey. I plead the fifth. Now, now wait a minute. This is this is not the Andy Cohen show. We is not pleading no fifth. Is it tea or hot chocolate? Dang damn it! Oh, I guess for me it's tea. Oh, do tell. I, I know. I and, and the reason why is because recently in my recent recent situations that I've had, they did stay the night. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I did stay the night. You know what I'm saying? So, I, yeah, I, I, I'll have to say it's tea. What about you? I say hot chocolate. I'm not gonna say I did. I, I'm not gonna say I have not done that before, but I say it's hot chocolate, and this is the reason why my good old friend, good old pal, over here, um, 
I was saying that because maybe this is might be the time that, you know, even though you're going to continue to do friends with benefits, this is where you probably rearrange those norms of things that you normally would do or that or that's on your list of doing with friends with benefits because despite, you know, having sex is cool, but cuddling with them after, especially if you're dealing with a person that like wears their emotions, that creates something. So if you're always with your friends with benefits and it's like, oh, we chilling after we have sex, this and that, and third, and you start spending the night, guess what? That creates a whole nother situation because actually the person that should be spending the night is the person that they're dating, that they're turning into their boyfriend, soon to be husband. So if it's a friends with benefits, you really should not be one cuddling after sex. <laughs> it's going to get you in trouble. Two, def- definitely don't spend a night because like I said, you have people that really would genuinely create something in their head and for them it's like this this is the thing this is this is what's supposed to be happening right now this is really who I'm supposed to be with and you over there like Mm-mm, I'm not it wrong person well I will say okay yeah I've had situations where I'm like yeah I'm not it that's not me but then there are situations where I'm like mm, there's a possibility and I guess I get where you're coming from on that because I have gotten to a place but I guess that also happened because I was mixed in my emotions after a situation so there was a lot of raw emotions still going on and wanting to attach to something new because the old had fucked up or whatever but um I get it. I definitely get it and understand where you're coming from on that. Because, yeah, I've had to do that uh, not stay tonight because they attach too quickly or the fantasy La La Land comes into play. <laughs> exactly. So those be the things that, ladies and gents, you should be looking for. If you've got a friends with benefits situation and you're over there doing the grown-up do and you decide to want to cuddle after and spend a night, before you do it, stand there naked and all before you put your clothes on and think about it and say, do I really want to do this? (laughs) (laughs) Do I really want to set myself up like this? Like, do I really want to set myself up for the okey-doke? Like... That's when you. That's when you start looking into that. What's that movie? Uh, with the guy, with him, with the black guy, with the white girl. Get out. Get out. Oh, <laughs> get get oh, all the way out. <laughs> get all the way out. Get all the way don't out. Collect two hundred dollars. Don't go past go. Like get don't out. don't do nothing. Just grab your things and say, you know what? This has really been truly amazing. However, I'm tired. I'm gonna go home because I got to work tomorrow. Even though you got tomorrow off, you better lie. Get out. You gotta get out. (laughs) Cause it's it's just it's one of those things, you know, like I was saying, it's I don't know, people's friends with benefits is really different. And if you don't set the ground rules and the boundaries and stuff in the beginning, you're gonna see yourself in a situation that you didn't mean to create. And the fact that you're already in it, now part of you is going to be like, well, oh shit, what I'm going to do? Because I don't know how how I'm going to get out of this one. And people, feelings actually really get hurt. And that's like, that's just not what anybody is trying to do. I don't think a person that gets in a friends with benefits situation is set out to try to hurt somebody purposely. That is not how this is supposed to happen. You know, so... What we're saying to you people out there that's listening to this lovely podcast of mine, what we're saying is if you're in a friendship with benefits situation and it works for you, you know, continue to do that and maneuver and figure it out. 
Um, if you have been in friends with benefit situations and it hasn't worked and you're still continuing to figure those things out, maybe it's not for you. Like maybe you're either better off trying to be by yourself or just put the energy that you have just into that one person, even if they don't end up turning to be a partner, lover, best friend, whatever. You know. Or maybe you just don't have the means of communicating. That means try it a different way. Learn how to know what your mistakes was in the past so that way you don't make the same ones in the future. Because most times some girls get in the same cycle with the same with friends with benefits and maneuvering the same way, not knowing that everybody works differently and everybody maneuvers and functions differently. So you gotta know how to adapt and observe the individual you're allowing into that type of situation exactly that's why I always say do a background check (laughs) (laughs) look you better do a background check and I'm only saying that like I'm not saying do a background check because anybody's better than anybody like I'd rather you like know what you fully get into because you have to keep in mind people like to lie and when you (laughs) tell people what you looking for and what you want they will do their best to emulate that list and <laughs> when they get what they want out of you, you're gonna be mad. Oh, child. Yeah, let's not go down that lane. But um, because <laughs> I've had that. I'm just saying, friend. You know, you gotta let the people know. They gotta be cautious in these streets. They gotta be cautious. You gotta be cautious when you see the red flag. You better, you better take it. You better fly like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> You see that red flag? You better seed with caution. Proceed with caution. Okay. You walking this like with a deer ahead, like mm-mm. because that's the last thing you need. Is any issues and situations like I said, you know, that can really be created, and then like you said, you'll look up, and it's like, well, why you create that? But however, I had pulled up some stuff. Oh, you got some facts. I had pulled up some stuff, right? So. This thing was telling me that, <laughs> like, 57 people reported that they would rather deal with friends with benefits situations. And I'm like, 57%, that's kind of low. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing, though. You got to understand, was that study just for heterosexuals? Or was that just, was that including the gay community? Because then it's like, well, what was that study really looking at? Only the heterosexual? perspective of you know friends with benefits i mean i'm pretty sure it was it was it was dedicated to the straight folks because i'm just like i don't i don't to me i don't see it at 57 y'all asking the wrong people y'all are asking the wrong people (laughs) because i think they was probably asking you know joanne um and tom um of the world they weren't asking muhammad and Keisha and uh, Maria. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, the community, which community trying to go for. Because I feel like friends with benefits, it hits all communities, but I think minorities are the ones that really, really do the friends with benefits type situation. I think they do too, especially the ones, uh, you know, I ain't trying to disrespect nobody's race or anything, but what's the one culture they can have about 12 to 25 wives or something like that? The, um, Muslims. See, yeah. Or Islamic. Or is it the Islamic Muslims? Uh, tell them don't quote you. You don't want to be sitting. I'm, allegedly. 
Poli- you know, I'm not right. You don't want to send people the wrong information because you know the girl. The girls are listening to this and be like, "Did you say?" Because you said. Hey, no. <laughs> Whatever. That's just, like that's just not what you want to do. Like. What other facts you got for us, friend? You know, friend. You know how they was talking about you know being in friends with benefits, right? Because you know some people really don't date their friends with benefits. So they out here asking the girls like, "Do y'all really go on dates or no?" Now, see, that's the thing. Are they dates? Like, do we confirm that they're dates, or do we just say, "Hey, or hey, you want to go have dinner with me?" Like that. That's that's where this is where that communication comes in because we got to clarify some things because words are words and they mean things and actions and act, actions mean things. So if we're just going to have drinks and or have dinner together, that that's not a date. We're just going to have a great fellowship. Exactly. We're going to fellowship. I call it let's hang out. I'm not asking you on no date. I'm like, so I'm like, uh, so are you available this day to day? Yeah, you know, I probably got family stuff. I'm just chilling around. I'm like, well, we should hang out and go do X, Y, and Z. Oh, is this a date? No. That's why I said let's go hang out. You're not going to catch me and put nothing with a date on it. <laughs> no. Yes, not putting a date on it. <laughs> you won't get me. You won't catch me slipping and creeping. <laughs> so we're almost coming to the end of this good episode with Friends with Benefits. Would you like to iterate your name for the people and give them all your social media yeah, handles? <laughs> I yeah, so they can have the right way of saying it. You know what I'm saying? But um, y'all can definitely know it's your boy CFR. Catch me on YouTube. Pages of my life. Right now, I have a new video coming up this week. Um, you can find me on IGC underscore EVAN89. C underscore EVAN89. And on Facebook, you can find me, C of CEVAN fan page. Yes. Thank you, Savion, for having this lovely interview and chat with me. And y'all, he's shaking his head because I messed up his name and I was trying to be funny. <laughs> I'm sorry for I'm sorry for the people. I'm sorry for the people, you know. Um but no, just like honestly, really thank you for I taking the time out of your schedule to do this with me. And hey everybody, if you can't kiki with your Judy's, then who the hell can you kiki with? <laughs> Uh, yes, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to my podcast, Singly Gay. And tonight's episode was about friends with benefits. And we love you guys. And we want to say, see you later. Deuces. Night. guys where are you going i hope you didn't think i forgot about you so i hope everybody enjoys tonight's episode about friends with benefits also because i did kind of forget please make sure you follow me on all my social media handles on instagram and facebook as aquarius kelly with kelly spelled k-e-l-i also if you are a fan or you like this podcast or you like what you hear and different topics and things that I will be discussing moving further along after this first episode, please don't hesitate to also go on Facebook in the Facebook group and look up my Judy's. That's right. I call my supporters, my lovers, my Judy's. And Judy is spelled with two E's. So it'll be J-U-D-I-E-E apostrophe S. 
So please make sure that you join in to keep up all the updates and contents and new content that I'll be creating after each episode and after each week. Yes, so please make sure you guys jot all that down. Follow all of major social media platforms to stay informed and updated. And I'm glad and I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. And thank you. Be seeing you soon. Aquarius out.